to a brand new episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I have virtual coffee or tea with accomplished and innovative small business owners and early career professionals. Now with me today is Amanda, and she is the founder and owner of Phoebe & Co., They believe that every body type deserves to be represented, and Phoebe & Co. sells clothes ranging in sizes from small to 3XL. 10% of their profits go towards a local charity each month, and my conversation with Amanda was very uplifting and motivating, and I think you'll enjoy it. Now, before we dive into Amanda's journey, I'd really appreciate if you could take about five to 10 seconds to rate and review virtual coffee on the Apple Podcasts app. It really helps us out. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook, TikTok, Pinterest. It's all at virtual coffee podcast. As always, thank you so much for your support and happy listening. Let's dive into Amanda's story. Welcome, Amanda. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Of course. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. So let's just kick right off and then dive right into it. So I would love to hear Phoebe and Co's mission from yourself and really kind of where the idea came from to create your awesome business. Yeah. So honestly, it's kind of a full circle moment with Phoebe and Co. I feel like I started out, and I'll just say, trigger warning, I'll definitely be talking about like mental health and body image and stuff like that. It's just kind of a big part of who I am and how Phoebe Co. started. So just want to put that out there. But so I started by finding some girls on YouTube, such as Sierra Schultz. Yes, um, I love her. <laughs> I know. She's the best. Yeah, and that's how I found, I found you actually, through her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll get more into her. She's just changed my life forever. But so I started getting into girls like her body positive YouTubers and really just hearing them talk about their experience with the fashion industry and not feeling like there was enough representation. And I completely as a plus size girl agreed. And so I started to think about it. And I was like, you know what? If I can't find a business that I feel like well enough represents me and my body, I'm just going to create it. And Mm. it's so interesting because I feel like I never got a college degree, but I changed my degree like six different times. (laughs) And every time, even though it was different things that I was going into, it was always somehow with me like being in control, having a business, like being an entrepreneur, making my own decisions. I just always kind of had this business blood in me. And I wanted to, I always talked about like inventing something. And Mm. that's just always the way that my brain kind of worked. But I never knew what I wanted to invent. And it wasn't until I just kind of, I just had like this awakening or this feeling. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm just going to make it. I'm just going to create what I want out in the fashion industry. So I basically, continuing on YouTube, I started searching what it takes to have an online store or a clothing boutique or anything like that. And I was like, I really like this. I feel like I could do this. And so I just jumped in. <laughs> like, it's so weird looking back. Because before I started Phoebe & Co., I was not really the type of person that 
I don't know. I was just kind of lazy, if I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like, as soon as I stepped into Phoebe and Co, I just felt absolutely liberated. Like I was totally doing my purpose. And I just, I don't know, I just couldn't stop. Like I just kept, you know, building my business, just kept flowing. And every time that I woke up, I would jump into my business and just build it and build it. And yeah, I don't know. That's how Vivian Co. started. Mm-hmm. I just knew there was a need for more body representation in the fashion industry. Um, of course, there was places like American Eagle and you know these bigger companies, but there was nothing really like in my town that I felt like showed representation and showed mm-hmm. more bodies than the smaller size white woman and not there's anything wrong with those bodies but like more bodies deserve to be represented and so I was just like if I can't find it anywhere like then I'm gonna do it I'm gonna Mm -hmm. try to pave that path so that's kind of what got me excited and got me started That's awesome. What I really like about your story is it combines a lot of different types of business founding stories, right? Like how you started a business. Like one is you found your passion. This is clearly what you were, you know, meant to do and just how you describe now you wake up every morning and just love what you're doing. So from such a personal story place and then also from like a more classic business like product market fit right you were seeing these youtube videos of people having this problem with the fashion industry and not meeting their specific needs so you came in and said i want to fix that so it's both such a personal story and also one of those like classic business stories which i really like i think that's probably the best way to go when starting a small business of being passionate about it but also having that product market fit right like finding a problem in the marketplace and solving for it. I think that's great. Yeah, absolutely. I I just, as soon as I was in it, like I just had so many amazing things happen, like especially with Sierra, mm-hmm. you know, that YouTuber that I was super inspired for, you know, as you know, she decided to feature my small business in her video. Like it was, yeah. it was like the universe telling me like, you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like this is, I don't know. It was just amazing. I almost get emotional talking about it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's awesome. And when did you start Phoebe & Co? Was it just a couple years ago? I started on April 1st of this year. Okay. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I had the idea, I feel like, maybe back in January, so like mm-hmm. a year ago of 2020. Mm-hmm. And I just kept going and kept going. And it's so weird, like... I was really scared with the pandemic. Once it really started getting bad, it was like, oh man, am I doing the right thing? Like, is this the right path? But honestly, Mm -hmm. I am so blessed as an online store being able to thrive. Like, I just feel like so many things lined up perfectly for me to start it. So I started on April 1st, April Fool's Day, but (laughs) it's it's not been a, you know, it's been Mm -hmm. a good time. And can you uh, describe some of the clothes you sell, you know, perhaps getting a little bit into the size range you have? And is there a certain style of clothes you sell? Just kind of give us an idea of what your shop looks like. Yeah, absolutely. So if I'm being honest, I wish that I carried more sizes, Um, Mm -hmm. but I currently sell sizes small through 3XL. And 
my clothes are basically just kind of young contemporary, you know, as we're kind of starting to realize, oh, we might be in the house for a little bit longer than we expected. I'm trying to get more comfy clothes. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I just feel like no matter what size your body is, like you deserve to wear fashionable clothes. And so I just try my best to every piece that I have is size small through 3XL. Like, I I don't buy a piece unless it's going to accommodate that body type. So yeah, I just try to find fashionable pieces for all those sizes. And how does that work? So do you source the clothes? Like I have no idea, right? How, <laughs> how any of this works. So give us an idea of what is that process like? Like how long does it take if you see a piece and you want that in your shop? You know, is it a month turnaround longer? I just, I am not in this world. So I'd love to hear, hear yeah. all your insights. Yeah. So basically I, uh, get my clothes from wholesalers. There's like large sites. I don't know, kind of like you would do like a Target or a Walmart. Like there's large wholesale sites where you go just kind of looking for a specific style, size range, whatever, and you buy it from wholesalers. And then as a retailer, then I sell it as retail. So Mm -hmm. basically it kind of depends, you know, sometimes I order the clothes and then I can get them within a week. Sometimes it takes multiple weeks. Um, It kind of depends. Right now for my business, it's kind of every time after I have a launch, as soon as that you know, the the money that hits after that launch that I made, mm-hmm. I throw that right back into inventory. And so okay. uh, I just basically keep turning it, trying to make it keep growing. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of how it goes. Now, I, I will say it's really hard with wholesale to find plus size. Hmm. Like there is such a limited amount of plus size, which makes no sense because I feel like I've heard recently, like the average size woman is like a 16 to 18. Mm -hmm. So I don't, what do they expect them to wear? Like I I just don't understand it, but yeah. So it's really hard to find plus size wholesalers that are actually good quality and don't look like a glorified bed sheet. And then with that, It's extremely hard to find wholesalers that carry plus size and standard size that are the same style. Like Mm -hmm. I have only found like three brands. Like it it is incredibly hard. So my goal for Phoebe and Co. is I want to grow it to the point where I'm able to make my own styles. You know, I wish I knew how to sew. If I did, I would have been making my own clothes a long time ago, Mm -hmm. but Yeah, I would love to get to the point where I could make my own clothes and I can make them ethically and sustainably and, of course, increase my size range. Because, yeah, small to 3XL, I just don't think it's enough. There's more body types than that. So, yeah, that's kind of how my process works and where I want to go with that. I appreciate you answering that because I was going to ask, you know, what's your selection process like for the clothes? And it seems like just right now that first big barrier is that site, like getting fashionable, stylish clothes in that size range, which is surprising to me. I thought that I just didn't think that would be the issue. And, you know, instead it's about, oh, is this top cuter than this top? But yeah, that's definitely a problem in the fashion industry, clearly. And I can totally hear your passion about Phoebe and Co's mission, right? Even you just saying small to 3XL isn't enough. I want an even bigger size range, meaning, you know, maybe extra small and whatever. But that's, I can clearly tell you're passionate about the mission and 
it just seems like, you know, even though you have a successful business right now with a great size range that many don't, you want to just keep pushing that limit and just keep growing and growing and growing. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I just like, especially whenever Sierra's video (laughs) went live and, you know, I had so many people reach out to me, you know, asking, do you carry this size? Do you carry this size? And it just Mm -hmm. broke my heart if I didn't carry their size. Because the whole point I started it was to show more representation for all body types. But it's just like, you know, I just have to give myself grace and understand that as a small business, I have to start somewhere. And I just have to keep going. I have to keep growing and be consistent. And I know, like, manifest, I will eventually get to the point where I will be able to expand my sizes. And, you know, I also just really want to work on my marketing too, Mm -hmm. kind of bleeding into those goals of 2021, just being able to show more bodies. And I don't know, I just, yeah, (laughs) I am passionate. You're right. Yeah, no, definitely. And I I think that mindset of step by step is completely right. Exactly. You need to start somewhere. You're not going to change the entire fashion industry in a day, right? Or even a year. So how can you make those differences like you are currently and then just keep, you know, little by little, maybe one item is in that broader range you want and then a second item, right? And just slowly build up that inventory to where you want it to be. I, I think that's exactly the right mindset to tackle that. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Of course. Yeah, because you're you're definitely tackling a really, really huge problem. And I just I just think it's great to see that you saw it and you took the initiative to start your own thing to help that. It's incredible. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, just a quick question. Where do you uh, ship your clothes? Is it across the United States, international? Yeah. So whenever I had my first launch on April 1st, mm-hmm. I was just kind of shipping to my hometown in Springfield, maybe some other people in Missouri, but mostly it was just in town. When Sierra Schultz's video went live featuring my small business, I was shipping to places like Australia and Egypt, which I didn't even, okay, I'm uncultured, but I didn't even know Egypt still existed. Like (laughs) I was like, wait, what? (laughs) <laughs> uh, in Israel and like I, I ship all over the world basically because I just want everyone to be able to enjoy Phoebe and Co mm-hmm. and it's really cool especially I remember there was like a girl from Israel and she was telling me that there was nothing like that in her town she had seen nothing where they were like showcasing other body types than a smaller mm-hmm. one and I was just like oh my gosh like again makes me emotional talking about it. it's just so cool that like I don't know. I just give them this platform and I can share it all over the world. That world impact is just, again, that's something, it's just incredible. I, I love to hear it. And that's great that you can ship internationally. That's a huge, huge accomplishment for a small business. So congratulations on that too. Thank you. I would love to know, you know, some of the advice you might have for other small business owners as you, you know, are coming up a little bit here in a a year of having Phoebe and Co. Just perhaps some advice based on challenges you faced and overcome or just uh, lessons you've learned along your journey. Just what comes to mind if you if you had to give some advice to other small business owners? So I would just say you have to start somewhere. And if you have that fire inside of you or whatever you want to call it that idea that thing that just kind of lingers with you if you have that feeling that you want to start a business you should now of course you might not be starting it at as large of scale as you want to be for instance me you know I want to have this giant 
size range and I want to have all these styles and it's like you know you just have to start somewhere you obviously don't want to pour thousands and thousands of dollars into something when you you never really know it does, mm-hmm. but it doesn't hurt until you try and so I would just recommend to anyone who has that feeling just to take that first step and I promise you like when you're putting that good energy out into the world you're gonna get it back and it's just so important. I mean, I'm kind of preaching to myself right now because <laughs> I've, I've been going through mental health struggles on my own, kind of getting personal, but like recently I had to go to a psychiatrist and okay. get prescribed medication. And luckily I have medication now and I feel like I'm starting to feel better and feel like myself. But yeah, you just, you have to take that first step and you have to be consistent. That's so important. But I don't know. It's like whenever I was really on the up and up with Phoebe and Co, I didn't really need anyone to poke me to say, hey, do this. I just I felt so good in it. I felt Mm -hmm. so motivated and so inspired. And I just wanted to keep going. And so it's just like just take that first step, see how it feels. And if it feels good, it feels like you're doing the right thing. Like, just keep going. So, yeah, (laughs) that's basically my advice there. I feel like this is a good time to start a business, Mm -hmm. honestly. I know things are kind of weird and there's a lot of uncertainty, but it's a good time to just really invest in yourself. And I don't know, there's just so much space for Mm -hmm. other business owners and what people want to create. And it's so exciting because I, I can just think of like four to five friends off the top of my head that have started small businesses this year because they've come to me and they've been like, I don't know. And I'm like, you better do it. (laughs) You better start your small business. Because I just, I don't know. I think it's so, it's so exciting and liberating and it's just really an awesome feeling. And and there's a reason why you have that feeling in your heart that you want to start this. Like there's a reason. So Yeah, I I love those pieces of advice. And I think what you're saying, too, is great because it applies to those who might want to start a small business as their full-time career and full-time focus. But it also applies to those who maybe are doing a small business on the side, right? With, you know, your advice to if you want to do it, you should do it. And yeah, if you want to put all your hours into it and that's your your full-time focus, go for it. If you can only do an hour a day after your other job, that's great too. Like I, I just like how that advice applies to everyone because I think that's where starting a small business is probably really daunting to a lot of people of, well, I don't have time and I can't quit my job right now because I rely on those for my finances. But I have this other passion, you know, but I can't spend eight hours on it. So yeah. Just taking it day by day and progressing little by little until you can, yeah, fulfill that that vision. I think, yeah, great pieces of advice. Yeah. Well, I currently, I mean, I work full time. Okay. And I doubt my bosses will listen to this podcast. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm not the happiest in, in my job. And mm-hmm. I I knew that at the current job that I'm at, that I amounted to more than sitting behind a computer desk all day. Like I just knew that there was more that I was meant to do. And I, to be honest, I feel like with Phoebe and co, I am not even close to my full potential. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm on the right track. You know, I feel like I'm getting signs that, okay, you're doing the right thing. But you know, I knew in my heart that my full-time job that I'm currently at was just not it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was not it. So yeah, like you said, 
starting somewhere, just doing it part-time and dedicating an hour or two of your time a day or every other day just to invest. I mean, I started by doing a lot of research and also meeting with like local people who could give me all the dirty details, like all the Mm -hmm. pros and the cons. I I always recommend that. It's very important to talk to somebody who's actually in the field and they can give you everything you need to know. Mm -hmm. So, and and to be honest, talking to other people is what really inspired me. I was like, wow, okay. There was a girl even who I had went to high school with and she has a thriving business now. And so being able to talk to her, I was like, Absolutely. I can do this. So yeah, this is really important to just acknowledge that feeling that you have of inspiration and just go with it. And you got to start somewhere. Yeah, completely agree. How has that been, you know, balancing your full-time job with Phoebe and Co? Just curious how, you know, if you have any best practices to how to handle all that. I can imagine at times that's very overwhelming and a lot going on in your life. Just how has that journey been like? How have you been balancing both of these jobs and passions so I'm not gonna lie I have like a big smile on my face and like (laughs) about to laugh because I am the worst person at work-life balance like I'm kind of an all-or-nothing kind of person okay and so that's why like giving advice oh man like I'll try definitely But I will be honest, like whenever I was really thriving with Phoebe and Co and I was really having those consistent orders and successful launches, it took up all of my time and I didn't prioritize those important relationships in my life that I should have. And I didn't prioritize my mental health, self-care, anything like that. And so I experienced burnout and you know, now I'm at this point where I'm trying to really rebuild myself and take more time for myself and just be more intentional with my time. Because sure, I can jump in and I can spend five hours working on Phoebe and Co. But like, am I actually doing something that's meaningful? Like, I I just want to try to be more purposeful with my time, if Mm -hmm. that makes any sense. Like, sure, scrolling through and looking at different things may be great, but maybe I should invest my time in pre-planning my Instagram posts or something like that. So what I'm trying to say (laughs) as an (laughs) advice is to be intentional with your time, to make sure that, you know, maybe just schedule I'm going to take these three hours to work on it. And once I'm done, I'm done. Turning off my phone, closing my laptop, you know, I'm just going to focus now on being in the present. And I feel like I've just really learned like how important that present is and how important that pause is. Because if you don't take that, it's going to catch up to you sooner or later. Like you could be that person that's that hustle, work hard, but eventually that burnout is going to catch up to you. So yeah, I mean, I would just recommend to anyone to just be very intentional, prioritize and do some self-care. Like it is okay to take time for yourself. It is okay to tell people no. It is okay to, you know, it is okay mm-hmm. to take time for yourself. You you deserve it. Because it's a yes. lot. Running mm-hmm. a small business is a lot. 
I can imagine. And yeah, I really relate to everything you're saying here um, because I also have my full time job and then do the podcast, which definitely isn't as much work as, you know, a small business just because I don't, you know, I don't make any profit, right? I'm not selling anything. Um, (laughs) You're still working. Yeah, yeah. I just I do recognize that there is less work that goes into the podcast, but I can definitely relate to that of just yeah being intentional with your time and even you know this weekend I wanted to get a bunch done with the podcast but I also wanted to relax and do nothing and decompress Mm -hmm. from from the week of my full-time job so yeah it definitely is is a struggle I've been reading getting things done by David Allen to see what his best practices are I, I know that's a great book and then also to your point on scheduling time like the three hours get this done I think there's a like the Pomodoro method, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, where you just set a timer for 30 minutes, focus, get the thing done. Okay, done. Move on to the next 30 minutes. And they have a whole method, right? Like every hour or something, you take a 20 minute break, something like that. But yeah, I think that's great. Instead of being overwhelmed with the amount you have to do, try to just set those times to get those things done. Exactly what you're saying, you know, just setting those time blocks to knock them out. It must just be... Yeah, very hard to keep up with like the social media and then you need to get the clothes, right? Put it on the website. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many processes that need to be completed. So just good for you. That's incredible that. And your Instagram looks beautiful too. Like it is, it looks Thank so you. and it's just very impressive. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially as a small business, I would say most of the time, I mean, pretty much for everyone when you start out you're one man team and Mm -hmm. so I am the CEO the social media moderator I'm the you know packaging and I mean I'm everything and so yeah yeah, it's so important to prioritize your time and take care of yourself because if I'm just being real like I have I've gotten a taste of what it feels like to not take time for yourself be absolutely burnout have incredible imposter syndrome Mm -hmm. and just kind of fall on my knees and be like oh my gosh like I need to step back for a second I need to reprioritize myself I need to focus on what's important and I need to be more intentional with my time so like yeah it is super important to have a work-life balance and Mm. I'm still figuring that out but we'll get there For sure. Yeah. I don't think anyone has the balance completely nailed down perfectly. And yeah, there's always going to be little tweaks here and there that we can do to have that better balance, but completely agree. Do you see your future eventually pursuing Phoebe and Co. full-time? Like, is that definitely a goal of yours at some point? Or are you just focused right now on, you know, both, both jobs? Absolutely. I wanted to have Phoebe and Co. be my full-time job by the Mm -hmm. end of this year I was telling everyone well as in the end of 2020 Mm -hmm. I was like in 2020 we're full-time Phoebe and co I don't need my (laughs) full-time job we're making six figures like I thought I had it in the bag like back in May June you know I was like Mm -hmm. I'm good but then I was like oh wait, I have to keep putting time into this. I have to keep putting effort into this. This is not just going to grow by itself. So yeah, it's definitely a goal to take it full time. I want to be able to have, I mean, with a small business, you don't really have a normal nine to five job, Mm -hmm. but I would love to just full time 
you know, wake up and fulfill my orders and organize my social media. That's what I would absolutely love to do. And even though I have, I reached the point of burnout like a couple months ago, still, when I get an order in, I still get so excited Mm -hmm. and I feel so liberated and motivated. And as I'm like packaging the order, I just feel so excited. I feel like I'm sending a gift to my friend and I have made so many friends through Phoebe and Co, which is super cool. But yeah, I I just definitely, I want it to be my full-time gig. Mm -hmm. I want to build an empire, if I'm being honest. Like I, I want to have a full empire of beautiful strong women who you know just kind of I know I'm not paving the way like I know (laughs) there's other brands that have definitely shown more bodies but like Mm -hmm. I want to inspire other brands and I want to make other women feel comfortable and confident so yeah no that's great and just because others have are doing it or have done it right doesn't mean there's room for you and Phoebe and co. So I I think those goals are are great and definitely obtainable. I I love it. I realized I didn't ask you, where did the name Phoebe and co come from? Oh, yeah. So it actually came from one of my three dogs. Okay. Um, Maybe about three months before I started Phoebe and co, we got our dog named Phoebe. And she is a cute little Rottweiler Aussie lab mix. (laughs) So she is just a big, chunky box of rocks, but she's an absolute sweetheart. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I loved, I was trying to think of a name and something that's important to me. And I just loved the name Phoebe. I thought mm-hmm. it was so cute. And so, yeah, I'm one of those people where I got the <laughs> name from my dog. But yeah, that's I love I that. It. That's cute. Do, do people often call you Phoebe thinking it's your name? You know, honestly, I don't feel like anyone has. Oh, nice. That, that's, that's a good nice. point. Yeah, I'm pretty lucky. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, sometimes when they reach out to me, they assume, which I, I'll take it, but they'll mm-hmm. be like, hi, customer service of Phoebe and Co. Mm. And I'm like, oh, yes, it's me, yeah. customer service. Um, <laughs> you know, but no, no, they pretty much know me. I feel like a lot of my following knows who I am. And again, mm-hmm. Very lucky for Sierra because she put my face out there. And I really try. I try to be on my stories. I try to be in my feed. Like, even though it is really hard for me and I am still in my self-love journey Mm -hmm. and body confidence journey, I really try hard to, you know, be in the photos and just kind of show a body that's, you know... It, it's common, but it's not shown very often. So, sure. yeah. That's great. Just being able to have that deep relationship with your customers, I, I just think is phenomenal. And really the perks of having a small business is you can build up that loyal customer base who you, you know, become friends with, like you were saying before, and, and you grow from there. I, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. I'm so lucky. Like, I feel like I'm really, I've just gained so many friends. Mm -hmm. And one of my favorite things I do is like maybe every six months, I'll do like the grab bags. I love doing that because, you know, I have some of the girls who have shopped from me multiple times through the launches. And so I kind of know what their style is. And so I love getting to like put together a curated box for them. And I don't know, it's just really fun. I, yeah. I really appreciate the community that I have with Phoebe and Co. I feel so lucky. 
Exactly. You're, you're building your own community. Yeah. That's a great way of putting it. And I love that offering of the grab bag. That's really cool. That's a cool product and offering to have. So my last big question here for you, Amanda, that I always end my episodes with is in this moment, what is your proudest accomplishment? And of, of course, the answer can be Phoebe and Co. or it can be something else. Just the first thing that comes to mind when I ask you what your proudest accomplishment is. Yeah. So I'm trying not to get emotional just because like, man, like the girl that I used to be, especially 10 years ago. I mean, mm-hmm. I came from not the worst home, but I came from a home that wasn't perfect. And, you know, there were so many hard things that I went through, so many I don't know. I want to be careful with what I say because, of course, like this is public. But Mm -hmm. yeah, I just went through so many hard things. And I was just a completely different person than I used to be to where I am now. And I'm just so proud that no matter what anyone said to me, because I had lots of people in my life, and especially people really close to me that told me that I was starting Phoebe and Co because I was bored, that Mm -hmm. my life was just in shambles. So I needed a distraction. And, you know, I was just going to give up because if it didn't, you know, happen quickly for me, then I was just going to throw in the towel like I do for everything else in my life. Like I just had so many things against me. And still here I am, you know, coming up on a year, Mm -hmm. and I still feel really good. And I feel really happy. And I'm so glad that I start. So to kind of I know I kind of beat around the bush. But to say what I'm so proud of is I'm just so proud of me. And I'm so proud of where I'm at. And I'm so proud of Phoebe and Co. And, you know, of how far it's gotten and I'm just I'm just so proud of the woman that I am today and again still on that journey but I'm just such a more kind and patient and compassionate person and I feel like also with Phoebe and Co and especially with everything that we've been through this year with Black Lives Matter and protests I mean just so many things mm-hmm. like I have just grown so much as a person to be an advocate and to do what I can to showcase other voices. Like, I don't know. I'm just so proud of who I am and what I've grown with Phoebe and co. And yeah, I'm just really, I'm still working on myself, but I'm so proud of where I'm at right now. Thank you for sharing that. And congratulations on all your accomplishments, both personally and with Phoebe and co. It just is just so clearly you're following your passion and I love to see that. And I'm just excited to see where you take Phoebe and Co. and and your growth. And I'm excited to continue to follow your journey. And again, congratulations on on all of your accomplishments so far. Thank you. It means the world. (laughs) Yeah, of course. And again, thank you so much for chatting with me here on Virtual Coffee, Amanda. And before we close things out, where can people find you and Phoebe and Co.? Shout out, you know, all the social medias, websites. Yeah, of course. So on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, it's at Shop Phoebe Co. Um, and that's P-H-O-E-B-E Co. And on my website, it's www.shopphoebeco.com. Um, so yeah, that's all the places you can find me. I'm always open. My DMs are always open to message you, you know, even if it has nothing to do with my store, I just <laughs> want to be that person where if you have questions or need a friend or need advice, even if I have no idea what I'm doing, I'm more than willing to 
give you whatever I got. So that's where you can find me. Awesome. Well, again, thank you so much, Amanda. And I hope everyone checks out Amanda and Phoebe and co online. And again, thank you so much for sharing your journey. Of course. Thank you. Thank you.